specific. That I, that analogy is is way more valid to me because I. Yeah, because I, I used Civic. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you might as well just buy the used one. I still like. I mean, I still like making my own computers. I mean, I still do, but then. Good lord, if something goes wrong now, I'm just like, why did I do that? You gotta drive to the store, return parts. Oh, I mean, honestly, between Amazon and Newegg, yeah. like their return policies, they're they're good enough. Then, if you look out in, into the office, it's outside the booth, there are three computers there. So if one goes down, I'm okay. And there's a Chromebook as backup. Well, I mean, so, you know, I, I work in radiology group, and another stereotype, I ended up being the IT guy. So everybody wants to read from home. You want to pay a company to put up something in their house that is semi-professional, mm-hmm. they'll charge you thousands. Th- I'm talking like, we bought one workstation for like how much you would pay for a car. More than that Civic. Oh, wow. So I sat there and I just looked at it. I was like, I have no idea why this thing is so much money. So then I go down to my center. I buy all the parts. I build it together. First time's fun. I put it up. People read from home. Next time I do it, I was like... It's a little bit less fun now. It's like, have to do it again. Now I look at it, how many people in my group is like, God, there's like 20 people in this group. I was like, okay, next time I go back, walked over, look at the shelf, and be like, that one's good enough. Mm. <laughs> Start buying them. Like, so I was like, that, that's kind of the thing. I was like, it was really fun the first time, even the second time, figuring out how it was all done. So now I just kind of, I demo it. I make sure it works. I get the programs on there. And then I just have the IT guy go do it. Because, you know, that. To me, it's like the exploration is fun. I guess that's why my job is fun. Right. Every case is a little bit different. You know, a lot of it's rote, but when things go slightly wrong or if there's a variant and like anatomy, the part about IR that's fun is there's no, there's multiple ways of doing something. You know, there's different ways of crossing a blockage, be it stick at the other side or try and do some kind of fancy maneuver. So, I mean, that's kind of the fun part of it to me. Um, the computer part, I could really just see my life being, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to keep building this widget over and over until I just hate <laughs> widgets, you know? Yeah. Like, Michael Dell of our age built that company out of his, you know, tub. Mm-hmm. I assume he loved it. He built a big company. He sold it because he was tired of it. But then I guess he liked it again because he came back. You said Dell. I got all joked up. I know, man. I know. It brings back the memories. I had dreams of being Michael Dell myself. You remember Gateway? Oh, God. The oh, best God. part of Gateway was oh. the cow that you got with the computer. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that little squishy cow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw someone with a Gateway the other day, and I was holding... I mean, you're just holding on to that for nostalgia. I was like, they don't exist anymore, mm-hmm. do they? They don't, but you could still run like like a low end version of Windows eight, which technically is still valid. Wow. Yeah. I've seen a lot of resto mods with like old gateways and stuff like that, cases mm. with modern equipment. But I don't think I've seen an actual gateway in a long time. The the tower I have out there that's running my audio software, I bought like ten or twelve years ago. And I just keep like switching yeah. out all the parts. And I don't get rid of it for two reasons. Uh, one, because two of the uh, the drive bays, because there's four of like the the wide bays in there. Two of them are drawers, which I just love having in a tower. So like That's I've nice. got USB drives and keys and codes yeah. and stuff in there. And the other part is that uh, the entire case is actually fitted with a very thin um, acoustic foam on the inside, so it dampens all the noise, any vibration that's in there. And I'm just like, I, it's it's a cheap black thirty five dollar case. But 
it's just yeah, acoustic foam lost favor very quickly. Overheated a lot of computers. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, like, the nice thing about that is there's extra vents. Not that it was made for the acoustic foam, but there's... Oh, I bought of... the exact same thing. I had one at home at some point. Mm. I finally had to rip... My computer kept crashing. I had to rip the foam off. Mm. I actually... I, I modded the power supply, put a different fan in there. So it's actually got a slightly larger fan that just is super quiet, but does a much larger volume of air. When you hook your computer up to an aquarium, that's the best mod I've seen so far. Like like an aquarium filled with oil? Yeah. 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 That is, yeah. <laughs> See, this, are, this is bringing up my geeking nostalgia yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, oh there was the oh. someone. Someone had a post, and it the was just PC builds were the best. The best, like fifty PC mods or PC case mods. It was like people that had like their entire computer like duct taped to their body, had it working, or like hanging from a mobile on their ceiling, or and like, well, it's working. Do you remember like? Uh, do you remember the old like uh, coolers called the Peltier coolers? It was like a, it's like by piezo electronic whatever. Basically, if you have a thin ceramic plate and you mm-hmm. run current through it, one side gets incredibly cold, one side gets incredibly hot. Yeah. Oh. oh no. I remember putting one of those on my computer in college. I came home and it had gotten so cold, it had condensation. Like it was literally like pouring water out of the bottom of the case. And I sat there just like, wow, because you, you, you don't have money back then. You fried your computer. Yeah. You just really hose your ass like. Wow. Turned off blue drive for a while. It was like a couple days later, it still works. Yeah. Nice. Very durable yeah, back then. Just don't run it. Yeah, just <laughs> don't turn run it back on. while the water's on. Just let it dry. Let yeah. it dry. Oh, man. I cracked a, cracked an AMD chip at one point. Oh, yeah. Like when they did the uncovered ones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so like because they, they, they were always... super cheap and efficient. But, yeah, with yeah. those little coolers you're like trying to clip on. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I built one for my friend. I built three for my roommates. There are, there are four of us. And uh, on the last one, uh, you played cards with one of them. He he wanted to do it himself, learn how to do it. Puts on the cooler, and he cracked, like, wait, no. He turned it on without putting on the cooler. Like, I sat there. I was like, yeah, hey, yeah, do that. He puts it all together. I was like, it's literally like Legos, man. Just plug it in. It only goes in one slot. And then he turned it on. I heard a pop when smoke came out. I was like, you turn it on without putting this thing on. <laughs> so then I was like, well, I don't know what's broken. It's just CPU. You know, we go buy CPU. I was like, but you should probably need to test the board, make sure. So he goes and gets another roommate. He takes their CPU out, <laughs> plugs it in. And this time we put the CPU on, the cooler on. He cracks the core. <laughs> so he broke his oh, roommate. Oh. That was an angry night that night. <laughs> I, I love how... How f- f- those fail safes have been built in over time. Like so, like I remember making those mistakes. I mean, I, I think I was, I started out with um, the f- the first computer I ever saw the insides of was a 486. Uh, oh, my dad had a 386, and we had a Tandy 1000, but I was not allowed to play with those. Oh my god! Wow. So that's old. And my my very first own personal computer was a Pentium 2, uh, which was like that weird like SNES cartridge of a chip that you like plopped in slot one. Wait, was that it was. It was just. The, it was the strangest yeah. slot because it was. It was literally like a, like a Nintendo mounted, cartridge. Yeah, I remember. Got remember the commercials with the dancing people and the like. The weird like day glow and like fluorescent, uh, ra- like radiation suits. Oh, the blue. No, that was for like Intel. That was from Pentium. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking and, about. Which is a tangent, but they had just weird advertising for a processor. 
Pam had, yeah, crazy advertising. It's kind of crazy so that like, they advertised on TV at the time. I was like, yeah, Pentium, yeah. Who were they competing against at the time? IBM. Did they have their own chip? Yeah, IBM was. By Pentium it, it 2? Was, it was a chip manufacturer. IBM actually built both of the processors for Xbox 360 Ooh. and PS3, I believe. Wow, there's a really good book called the uh, the race was it uh, race for the next game machine or race for the race for a game machine where the project manager for for both of the teams because it was one guy for a while talks about just how insane it was trying to build chips for competing developers <laughs> or competing manufacturers uh, and it's it's a, that's when I was studying project management when that book came out so like and I was studying project management for video games so I'm like this is amazing that's cool. Um, but what I was kind of getting at with that whole history is that like, it, Pentium 2 nailed it because you could only put in that chip one way. That was it. But at the same time, you had like old school RAM, like even before SD RAM, where you could put it in either way. Put it in the wrong way, kills your computer. Put the chip on the wrong way because there's no alignment. Yes. There is no yes. special pin settings. Kill your chip. Heat sink kills the... Yeah. I mean, you could mess it up so many ways. But if you read the instructions, you were fine, which is why engineers... Wrote terrible, terrible, but very specific instructions. <laughs> now everything only goes in one way. Still, my cousin-in-law Facebook messages me is like, "Hey, I uh, just sold my truck. I got a bunch of money. I know you know a lot about computers. I want to build like a high-end gaming PC." I was like, "Cool. What do you want to go AMT or AMT, AMD or Intel?" And he was like, "Oh, I think Intel. Well, that's cool. Whatever, whatever you want. Um, well, I'll, I'll build you like a basic list." And this is what you can just buy from Newegg. Everything will come with instructions. But, like, these are all the things you need, plus an operating system, probably Windows. And so I set up this whole list, and he's like, oh, yeah, what about this? I'm like, well, if you want to change this around, you could do this, do that. But the biggest thing is that your motherboard matches your RAM, matches your processor. Outside of that, you can kind of play around because most video cards have to be compatible. Most, you know, most of that's cool. Gets everything like a month and a half later, sends me a message. She's like, hey, uh, I got everything installed. It's all going. And I swear to God, this ties back to your story. Uh, oh, Pat, fuck me and the goat ass. I got to cut all of that out now. <laughs> Just say Pat right now. Pat. So he says, hey, I got everything installed. And uh, it turns on for like 5 to 20 seconds and then turns off. And I was like, do you see like a like a – DOS prompt or a loading thing or a BIOS. When you do that, he's like, yeah, I see it briefly. And then it just goes and goes away. I'm like, did you get Windows installed? He said, no, not yet. Like, didn't put the heat sink on. Didn't put the heat sink on. And there's at least built into the BIOS now a heat sensor that says, now you're overheating to shut it down. I'm like, you are so freaking lucky, man. Well, those old <laughs> AMDs, like, uh, which AMD was it? The ones after the Athlons, basically. The ones after they moved from slot. There's, like it was the K7 Athlon, slot. Athlon X2, uh, Athlon X264. Um, but basically, like, when they had the uncovered chip, those were the only ones that would burn so, like, it was immediate. The temperature just cracked so high yeah. that it would just burn within seconds. Like, there was no fail-safe time. It was just... <laughs> My roommate in college built all of us computers and built computers for people. And I had a basic understanding. I installed new RAM in my computer, and I did a couple other things. But I didn't actually 
build my own PC until, I don't know, four years ago, five years ago. So easy now, though. and now it, like it's, it's so easy. It's so easy. That's right? what I'm saying. That's what, it's like, it's literally like. And actually, almost everything. When you said compatible. Legos before, yeah, like no, it wasn't Legos before. Like it was, but it it was like now it's like Mega Bloks. Yeah, yeah. yeah RAM yeah, is exactly. still a tricky. That, there you go. It was Legos, but it was like real Legos, small Legos, and like the Death Star. And <laughs> now it's like Mega Bloks. Yeah. There is, <laughs> there is still, I still find issues with RAM. Like, you have to make sure your RAM is compatible with your specific processor. Well, yes and no. Like, yes, you do need to in order to get peak performance. But it's all, mm. like, it's not going to blow your shit up. It won't blow up, but AMD will crash. It, yeah, it'll up. crash or it'll slow everything down. But it's at least it doesn't. Yeah, and I mean, it's a 50-50. Like, I like, actually, I like having one of each if I can. I usually go AMD. Uh, partly it's because it, well, yeah, because it's cheaper, but also their performance is not focused as much on graphics. So yeah. I'm an audio guy. Oh, there it's, you go. It's okay if the graphics is 10 percent less in performance because I don't need that. Like I might occasionally game on my audio PC, but that's not why I have it. So f it. Like I I need it to to run processes, not graphics. So I feel like I want to do a old school LAN party now. Like, I miss that. That'd be that'd be cool. That was fun. Yeah, it'd be something that I, I got a basement with no furniture coming very soon. So yeah. I, mean, I think that would be perfect. I've got folding tables and I've chairs. Got two ten port Ethernet switches. Well, there you go. There we go. They're doing nothing except waiting for a LAN party. Oh my god! I remember trying to play with a freaking pat like a crossover cable before you could like afford a hub. Yeah. God. I actually terrible. still have the crimpers to make yes it because I had to yeah. make all my own. Oh. <laughs> I had I had the whole wiring diagram just to make sure I got the crossover correct. Oh man! <laughs> I was actually supposed to go buy a yeah. gaming laptop go today. Yeah, cool. Oh, and yeah, Are yeah. You well, I I'm, I need I I'm in a really it's a really dumb spot. Not even a bad spot. I need a laptop for work. Mm-hmm. But. And honestly, for what I do and what I need it for, I can get away with a Chromebook. And it's got real good, conf- e- real neck uh, down. easy convenience. Like taking a picture from the neck down. Oh, <laughs> nice. Like, convenience-wise and this, that, and the other. But, like, for me to purchase a laptop right now, like, I just want something that's going to last me a while and going to do other things that I want to do in the long run. If I want to play video on it, if I want to play some video games if I want to do this I want to do that like I'm like if I'm going to make this big purchase it might as well be for something I want so I've been shopping the oh so scary and shifty market of used laptops because you just don't know what people have done what else has happened and it's hard to really kind of benchmark it or anything in a short period of time but I talked to this guy and he has a really great Lenovo laptop that's I mean it's an i7 it's got plenty of things that are gonna last me years you know and do most of the stuff I want to do what's the video card 1050 Ti um yeah to the to the legion I don't know Y520 maybe I only ask because I have a version of that yeah it might be actually it might be the Y520 but I kind of like I already the wife knows that 
I'm I'm in the market for a laptop, you know. And like she kind of got like an idea of the budget. And this is just a little bit out of that budget. And I'm like, I'm kind of wondering. And she's just like, that much? And I'm like, it's. I mean, he only wants like 600 bucks for it. And it's like a year old. That's pretty good. Yeah. It was like a $1,200 laptop a year ago. 11000 to $1,200 laptop a year ago. Oh, yeah. He bought it. Problem is, price. if you need it now, I got like a HP Omen. Yeah. I actually don't like the, the laptop. But yeah. Does your shut off all the way? Yeah. Okay. I didn't have really a lot of problems with it. It's just. The keyboard is slightly off. Like so, when I type, like something about the aspect of the keyboard is off. But they ran some crazy. I just check Slick Deals constantly. You know. Yeah. Well, so like we have an open upstairs. Oh, Slick Deals is the worst thing in the world for me. Oh, you I spent a lot so more things, money. I spent buy so many things I don't need on Slick Deals and Woot. Oh. Between those two, I'm like, oh man, that's an awesome deal. I did not need that, and it's that still in a box. Problem. I mean, you get some good deals on laptops. I think that thing was like. Yeah, we got the Omen from Woot. Yeah. And it was seven fifty, maybe eight hundred something. Yeah, something pretty like good that. like stuff. Yeah. Refurb or uh, well yeah, it was refurb. Oh, which Roof. is why I asked if his turns yeah. off because ours you have to hit the power button to actually shut it off all the way. Really? Yeah. Which is not overall not the biggest inconvenience, but it is annoying that Actually in this stage and age it's always sleeping though. Yeah. Mine's... It won't sleep. Well laptop well if you, uh, if it lives plugged in. Of, it does it well lives plugged in. If you don't plug it in, it'll just run the battery out. Mm-hmm. Shut off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it looks plugged in, it probably just you can probably just sleep it. But uh, even when you sleep it, like it's still like you can hear the fan running. Oh, cycling. yeah, that's annoying. So there's just something that's just, and I've I've updated the BIOS, I've updated like all the drivers, like and it's just it's probably why it was a refurb. There was just something slightly off in there. That's um, like the old computers when sleep would never work on your computer. It would pseudo sleep, and mm-hmm. you just hear the fans running with all the lights on. Right, drive me nuts. Yeah, so like the keyboard lights went turn yeah. off. So I, I don't know, I just close the lid and I feel fine about it, but it's also technically not my laptop, so I don't have to worry about it well, as much. I have the Lenovo Legion with the the this i7-770 and the 1060. 1060? Yeah. Nice. So it, it is VR ready, and um, I don't have any VR games or a VR headset. But <laughs> you can borrow my Oculus. I never use Sweet. it. Sweet. Because there's a game that I kickstarted that I would like to play. I've I've I have yet to play like a home VR game. I've played a couple of like VR games at different places, but I've not played a home VR game. And all I really want to do is play Beat Saber, if I'm being honest. See, I bought mine too early. There were no touch controllers out. Oh really? And then I think I kinda of fell out of love. I was like, so I get this entire VR environment and I'm using an Xbox controller. Kinda of took away from the entire like feel of it. Mm. But yes. I saw Beat Saber and was like, that could be my new DDR. <laughs> That's a, yeah. Which I am going to buy a DDR pad for my basement. Uh, as long it's as, been a long well, I mean, time. I was about to say, it's, it, I mean, if it's your house, it's fine. But I had DDR for a while. No, no, no. I was going to say, I was going to say, you're glad you said basement. But then I'm like, wait uh, a second, it's your own house. I had DDR, but I lived in a top floor apartment. <laughs> oh, so, I've already had people in college just basically march up to my place, like so, hating my guts. Yeah, yeah. So I, I could play DDR for a max of ten oh. minutes before I got a beat on the door. <laughs> yeah. We would just like just come up and play. That was the only time we could actually play is for any prolonged is if we invited the downstairs neighbors up to play. Mm. Or knew they were out of the... Yeah, there's not enough of this uh, acoustic paneling to, to stop DDR, man. That's, no. that's oh, no, like so again, you, yeah. need the, you need the rubber uh, uh, barrier. So there's... So we... Fun audio f- 
factor or, or delineation. Uh, so most studios, when you see the egg crate foam or rear pyramid foam in here, or particular mm-hmm. triangle foam, that stops f- s- sound from bouncing around the room you're in. Okay. But it doesn't stop sound from passing through or oh. going back and forth. For that, you need an acoustic barrier, something like mm-hmm. like thick rubber. So the, the two walls that are not part of the house in this sound booth actually have uh, something like two millimeter thick industrial rubber in them to keep sound from going through. So what you're telling me is when I built my theater in my basement, I should have had that put up in the ceiling. Yeah. Well, yeah, or in the floor, uh, the the ceiling part of the floor above you, yeah. Sorry. I Now, depending on how your drop ceiling is set up, if it's squares instead of rectangles? Well, it's not a drop ceiling, so that's okay. one thing. We threw right. insulation in there, so I'm hoping it... Well, that'll help. That'll definitely help. Uh-oh. Why? What happened? No, no. Oh. My, my watch buzzes. Ah. Um, but yeah, so there's there's the, the reverberation and then there's the faster stuff. So being everybody and playing my basement, so it won't matter. <laughs> It'll probably be fine. Unless you, unless you can start doing a podcast. Oh, DDR cast. No, I'm not skilled enough for that. Yeah. I, I can't. I'm not well. that kind of Asian. I was. So so we when I was in college, and this is so far of a tangent, but uh, we, we had DDR at the mm-hmm. this house that I lived in. And I was the only person in the house that was not a sports player. So pretty much everyone played soccer, very mm-hmm. light on their feet, very nimble, while one person was a soccer player and majoring in uh, sports therapy, sports rehab. So uh, one of our parties, one of the Arizona Cardinals, came over. Uh, who was seeing like one of the students for like physical therapy? And she's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, why don't you come over? We'll have some drinks, do other things that college students do." And uh, he, he actually like had like a splinter cast like on, on his ankle. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I got injured at practice. It's okay. I just I'm like I'm not supposed to be doing much with it." People start playing DDR, and he's like, "Oh, I love me some DDR." And so he gets up there, and he's just nailing it. I'm like, "This is amazing. This is just giant dude." You know, just mashing on this pad, and uh, my turn comes up, and I am not light on my feet. I'm not that nimble. The the most acrobatic or sportsy thing I've ever did was fencing, which is really, you have to be light on your feet for a bit, and then you stomp and thrust. So that's the best I got. So I was not, and I was not very good at DDR anyway. So the guy, like, looks at me. He's like, dude, you're, it's like you're wearing cement shoes. Just. Stop. And this is the football player. <laughs> I'm going to believe you. Thanks, Coach. Nice. I'm uh, going to go do a shot of Absolute Mandarin because that was my jam at the time. You can uh, you can do enough. You can do anything with enough effort. Yes. I'm I actually... was terrible at that game. Yeah? It was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Um, well, one, I'm not. I am. I've got hand-eye coordination. Yeah, hand foot. But I do not have eye foot coordination. That was a big difference. And I was not very athletic. So when you play on the higher difficulties, you get really tired really quickly. Oh, endurance is (laughs) huge. Oh, my God. Even if you get decent at it, the endurance it takes just to play through an entire song at any sort of speed. In modern times, my favorite iteration of these kind of games and actually Beat Saber and DDR just reminded me of this I was at MAGFest up in DC a couple months ago and there's basically it's just a a drumming game it's something like 
55 seconds or 60 seconds per match or per session. Mm. You get a pair of drumsticks. There's a rubber pad, like a like kind of like a high end practice pad. Yeah. And the whole thing is just to to hit it as many times as you can. And and it's uh it's just back and forth. How many times can you hit it in like in the time marker? Interesting. It's awesome for the first three times that you do it. And then all of a sudden, your shoulders and your biceps and your forearms just <laughs> give out. But could you do like the like the snare technique? It wouldn't let me do triplets. No. Really? Yeah. So like, if if you're if you're actually like bouncing on your fingers and like just using your forearms to go, wouldn't quite measure it. Like it would hit every other one. But I got up to like 210 beats, which was in the top like five percent of people there. I felt really good about myself because. Because I could go and watch. Um, I don't really want to necessarily stereotype people, but all the people that you think are good at DDR were also there. <laughs> I always find all, that the, the one that... person, like you, see a bunch of people playing DDR, and you can pretty much be like, "They're good, they're good, they're good, they're good, they're good." But there's always one person. If you find the person that looks like they're going to be the worst person at DDR, that person, if you're anywhere near the DDR machine, they're usually pretty good. Yeah. Like just just a super heavy set bearded guy that's just kind of watching from about five feet back with a trench coat and pizza. And you're like, pink you're socks. like yeah. You're like that guy is that guy's not going to do anything. And all of a sudden he picks like extreme on the hardest song. Uh, yeah, it's on a K-pop like, song. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Okay. I was about to say, to, to me, always the guy that would surprise, and I don't know why because I've seen it in so many places, the tall, lanky, white dude. Dressed like he was an extra in Clockwork Orange. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he you was know, there, too. You would just imagine that you got all these, like, Asian guys, like, they're trying to, like, actually put, like, dance moves into it. Mm-hmm. I always found it funny when people would drop on all fours and, like, slap their hand on the pals. Like, this is a game about your feet. And then the little white guy comes. He's got his thumbs moving up. It's like Elaine from Seinfeld. But you look at the screen, you're like, holy crap. I don't even understand what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Or the, he was just nailing the, it. the pose where you just lean back and put your hand on the back rail and your feet just. I never understood the back rail. I never, like, I've seen people do it and I'm just like, I don't understand. I kind of have to hop to the beat. I don't get it. I. I get why. No, I don't like mechanically with my own body. Don't know. Yeah, I can't do it. I understand the thought of it. Yeah, it makes you lighter because you're putting your weight up there so you can move your feet. But yeah, no. I was like, it should be like dips, right? You should have them on both sides. That would make more sense to me than a single rail in the back. That just makes sense. Yeah, but some there's I know there's certain modes where you use both pads. Uh, Yeah, you can do double. Yeah, yeah, the double. I never. I, I did not get that. No. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a pretty decent amount of collective DDR playing in this room right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, have to go if, buy these pads. It's, it's, it's playing versus shame, but yeah. Are you going to get like the, like the nice mechanical pads? You know, I thought about it. I was like, I'm older now. You know, but the problem is those are harder to move. Like, So you play with them, but then you got to go move yeah, them back. You can't roll the them up and put them in the corner. I always uh, I I did the in between, which was like the uh, the foam pad, the ones with the inserts, with the insert. Yeah. But then I think I might go the next level up. You can get the hard plastic pad, so that it's very similar to mechanical pad, but without the full like 
you know, foot Bolt. thick metal like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right, that's what I was thinking because there was like two to three inch. Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. Still mechanical. Yeah, but they're mechanical and like the hard plastic that you can actually yeah. carry. Yeah, that's that's. I'll the, probably do that. I almost got those, and I, I've been shaming my brother ever since he didn't get them for free. Because he free? was at, he was at uh, CES. This was back in. 2002, 2003. And uh, he was expoing. He was working for a disc refinishing company. Mm-hmm. So they were there just showing off their tech. And uh, he gets back. Uh, first, I had to explain to him what Leroy Jenkins was because that, that whole meme had just come out. And people were screaming Did it up and down. Did you know that was staged? Of course yeah. it was staged. Yeah, you told me actually in one of, one of these podcasts and I was crushed. I, so thank cr- you. I was, that's why I keep bringing it because it crushed me. I didn't know it was staged. Yeah, real? Yeah, I thought it was real. Do you play World of Warcraft? I, I played Vanilla and I played too. Frozen Throne. And by the time Born and Cru- Burning Crusade came out, I put it away and treated it like heroin. I was like, I'm never touching heroin. this again. Hmm. Never short. touching it then. Almost failed out of medical school because that's that. I, I, <laughs> I almost failed out of engineering. <laughs> Little did I know I would eventually fail out of engineering school anyway. But I, I was top 10 in my class, uh, vice president of my class, and... World War Warcraft came out, and I exchanged that to be the second grandmaster of my server. Holy crap. <laughs> Back before they let you, you know, keep what you... I was like, no, no, no. I was like, if I wasn't grandmaster every week, I couldn't wear my stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why did I do that? I don't know, because I was on top guild that had all the stuff. My brother made fun of me. He sat there. He was like, you have literally played hundreds of hours to get two extra attack points on your shoulder plates. I went, but they look cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah, I so, said there was just like, I was like, we were just like, it's over the top, but I've seen this happen so many effing times. And Dude, it's it's 3 a.m. You had that raid for four hours. You're like, and just decided to go for it. I. So yeah, so he was there. He's I explained that meme, and he's like, hey, so I... Someone offered me, like, two of these, like, big mechanical DDR pads. You wouldn't have wanted those, right? Now, that's technically true in that I wouldn't have been able to put much use to them as that I am not very good at it. But I would have enjoyed them nonetheless yeah. uh, to have them. And, uh, and I, yeah, I was, I was kind of crushed. <laughs> and sidebar to that uh, failing semester due to Warcraft – my best friend, who I lived with at the time, and was a part of that whole NFL DDR experience, failed a semester of college. He's a little bit older than me, uh, due to Virtua Tennis. Wow, that is really interesting. Yeah, yeah I love Virtua Tennis. <laughs> That's the other Virtua. Dreamcast game I love to play. And you know what? I, when we were talking earlier. Crazy Taxi and Virtua Tennis. Virtua oh, Tennis was great. This is yeah. great. This is like four-player advanced version of Pong right the now. Arcade like, it was fantastic. The arcade version of Virtua Tennis is awesome, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are you uh, looking for more to drink? No, I'm good. Okay, you're one of those? Uh, something, 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 something. There was a thought in my head. Of, oh, you want to go like, grab the rest of our normal questions that we ask and bang through those? And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you design a... a- VR game of tennis. There you go. I just I just want to play Wii VR. tennis, but like to the next level. I'm sure that has to be. That made. should be really easy. Like, how can that if not you already make Beat Saber? Then you should make. There's I think it's the running way. back. Honestly, it's probably the motion. What really saddens me is that it's the best name for it would still be Virtua Tennis. 
You can just call it VR tennis. Yeah, but VR tennis just... I saw that on the, uh, sound as good. the Oculus Store, and I went, this looks lame. <laughs> I got to buy those touch what controls. If, what if I it think were, it, it made me sad. What if it I, were VR, dead or alive, extreme tennis or something? Nice. I would that just jump nuts. up and down over and over and over again. You just keep lobbing the ball and make sure that the girls keep jumping up after it. I still can't believe that that, like, that... <laughs> Beach volleyball. Yeah, that, that 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 sold, and they continued to make more of them. I think they finally like, crossed the line. There was one game that they finally had to axe. Was it was basically dead or alive or whatever with just pure females in like bikinis. Beach I, I that, that was beach volleyball. No, no, but they made a new fighting game where it was just girls oh, fighting they went in bikinis back with. Yes. Oh, geez. <laughs> so it was dead or alive beach volleyball fighting game. I'm surprised they haven't like made a dead or alive circle. like zombie survival game where they're running away from the zombies in their bikinis. That would be where I see the next evolution. I hmm. There's there's a lot of thoughts in my head and things. Was dead or alive the origination of the phrase jizz? Jiz- wow. Well, great. Well, I'm gonna cut this. <laughs> Whoa. Part. Yes. Jiggle physics. <laughs> God. Jiggle physics? Jiggle physics. Was that dead or alive, or was that soul caliber? Uh, see, that's so what that's, I'm asking. So that's it. I know I heard Very it Very similar often. times. I heard it most often in re- in reference to dead or alive, but but soul caliber certainly had it. But so did um, but vir- I can't so remember Virtual which, Fighter. Was dead or alive 2 out before soul caliber? Because it was Ivy. Uh, dead or alive 2 out before soul caliber. I'm glad we have the right now. First, oh, yeah. I'm like... Just trying to go back in my head. I want to say the first Soul Calibur came out, like before Dead or Alive 2. Yeah, I think so as well. Because wasn't Dead or Alive 2 still... But Dead or, one of the Dead or Alives had... Oh. had Dead or Alive, was, like, one was actually... They actually attempted to make a fighting game. Right, right. And then they realized you what people were, were playing at. it for, and then <laughs> Dead or Alive 2 and 3 came out. Yeah, because they even had, like, the option in the menu to turn it down. Or up <laughs> in one of those games. <laughs> like That's Mortal Kombat had like the option in the menu to turn the blood, blood level up and down. Right. Dead or Alive had the option Nintendo. in the menu to turn like jiggle physics up or down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, video games. I. Yeah. I, I really, I really want to see hope for, for some of that, but I, I don't. No, like I said, I can't believe that. I mean, they just took it and ran with it. I mean, but I can't believe it sold. Well, I accidentally made the mistake of clicking on, uh, uh, like, bestsellers, like, over a longer period of time in Steam the other day. Like, instead of, like, the bestsellers of the week, I was just, like, bestsellers over, like, long, mm-hmm. almost all of them. Are Japanese dating simulations? Oh yeah, yeah. Hatsufu boyfriend? I, I don't, yeah. I don't know. They're just or, uh, Japanese dating simulations. What's the daddy one? <sighs> Fudge. Oh, Dream Daddy. Yeah. Why? Because I go to a lot of conventions. That's because why. I'm just yeah. Because and, uh, you I, work in the industry well, is the reason why that we're gonna say that I, you know these things. Soon we'll have not to have be in the industry probably, but. Uh, because someone actually told me it was a, own a daddy. Oh, that's true. A video game company. How will you not be in the industry? I because I because I don't think much of myself, and I'm like, <laughs> ah, I'm losing my current job. 
By the way, anybody hiring a really cool guy for the video game industry, sound engineer, anything like that. Production manager. Yes. Production management. I'm getting laid off soon. Oh. <laughs> Which would be is a lot less cool than if he cut that sentence one word before. Yes, that would have been nice. <laughs> or two words. Yeah. Well, you said soon. Damn it, you were on the right. job. Right. Let's just cut the whole thing, da, da, Sean. Da, da, cut da, da, the whole da. thing out. Math. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was, uh, actually, it was just, uh, we, we covered most of our general topic bases. Look at us, not reading stuff and yeah. Oh, we didn't things. play Mixed Match Valor, but I'm hungover today, so. Oh, well, okay I was going to do it with, that. like, quarter shots still. Okay. Uh, so we can do that. Uh, what are we drinking? Uh, so I know we talked about what else you would do. Is there anything you don't like about your job? It's funny. The thing I don't like about my job is the same thing I like about my job. Patience. Oh, well, that's a service. <laughs> right? I mean, that's it, I'm sure, great if we're I'm sure your ER yeah. person said the same thing. They can be the best parts of your job. Mm. Absolutely make you feel like the greatest person in the world, and you get to help them, and it's very rewarding. And then you can bend over backwards, do everything right, and there are just people that just are not good people in the world. And still your job take care of them, but you kind of wish it wasn't sometimes. Because they don't take care of themselves, and they're going to come back with the exact same problems. Right. That's fair. Yeah. And I think that's very relatable in the service industry. Uh, exactly. It's a service industry. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's kind of what medicine is now. It's a service industry. I've said that so many times. Because I, they we, judge you more on customer surveys, press right. gainies, and we were, than yeah. they do on outcome. Quick definition of press gainies. Go. Uh, press gainies, something the devil thought up <laughs> so that you have to appease every annoying drug abuser that comes to your ER. Nice. I love it. People that get the press best press gainies. I went to a residency where, because of their press gainies scores, the pain control was basically changed to when they come to the ER if they don't have an allergy and they complain of pain they get two of Dilaudid if they come back in half an hour and they continue to complain of pain they continue to get Dilaudid we had very good ER doctors quit because you basically were just a narcotic pusher at that point but they had great press games I mean two of Dilaudid is like I mean, I'm gonna going and just having like giant bag of heroin <laughs> Hmm. I mean, it is. I was gonna say, I'd ridiculous. Give really, I'd give you guys really good scores if you gave me two of Dilaudid. You give me like point was, one of Dilaudid, and that's probably more than happiness. Yeah. And I felt mild. I don't know. Study that came out that uh, actually showed a, a, a direct, well, not direct, but a, a correlation between higher Prescani scores and higher mortality rates. No, absolutely. But like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But you know what? Well, the other thing, really, management, <laughs> middle management, their entire job is based upon creating metrics, even if they don't make sense, mm-hmm. which they don't because they have no medical background, no idea how to take care of a patient, but they need metrics to prove that they are needed in the world. They have to make some score so that they can say, since I've been here, the score has gotten better. And to do that, a lot of times they destroy patient care. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of good ones, but there's a lot of terrible ones. No, I, I, I will uh, definitely say from, from experience and uh, direct experience, 
There's a lot of eye contact going on because I don't want to <laughs> say it. Uh, but where I, I've been asked to, 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 to confirm or to relate what my metrics are mm-hmm. for success and be like, look, like, now I, I am in management, but I, I'm in production as well. Mm-hmm. And I do all these things. Like, well, so what are your metrics? I'm like, well, this succeeds if people like it. Mm-hmm. That's my my metric. Like it succeeds if it succeeds. If it doesn't, then you'll, like you'll hear about it because I failed and all these things. But I don't want to fail, and I'm going to make sure I don't because I'm good at what I do. But because I didn't, couldn't really directly communicate what the metrics are for a successful event of some kind, <clears throat> people are like, "Well, you're not really doing anything." No, that's the entire point. People want to feel like you're doing something, right? And, you know, and I it, just it's... don't want to carry on that lie. I've kind of told people, like, in restaurant management, I've told people this before, and they're like, yeah, you're just saying that because you want to be lazy or whatever. And I was like, no. I was like, if I do my job 100% correctly. I'm going to give you these ones. Okay. Uh, if I'm I gonna, do, I'm yeah. going to go get the, the Malort. What's this? You'll find that. Nice. <laughs> if I do my job 100% correctly, which is never going to happen. Nobody ever has 100% efficiency. Yeah. But as a manager, if I do my hundred my job 100% correctly, then really my job would be doing nothing because I have you to do this, you to do this, you to do this, you to do this, and I'm simply there to kind of oversee and make sure everybody else does what they do. Now, it never really happens that way. But, yeah, like you said, if I get called out all the time as a manager – for doing nothing. And I'm like, I'm doing a lot right now. I'm observing all this, and then I'm planning how to fix this, and I'm fixing that issue and that issue, and I'm training this person on how to do what I shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. you know. But if I'm not in the trenches, if I'm not sweeping a floor or cleaning the dish or carrying food or drink, then I'm a manager who does nothing. And it's like, that's not really how it works. No. And, yeah, I, I kind of see that, the whole, like, made-up metric. It's why in the restaurant industry, and I mean, I, really in any service industry, so the, uh, what's it called again? The survey? Oh, press gainies. Press gainies, okay. So on the, the basic service industry, your, your, your everyday services, your food and beverage industry, your... Uh, even like grocery stores or retailers and stuff, you have Yelp. And Yelp is the worst thing that's ever happened in the entire world, in my eyes. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's not true But I can see it. I can see it, right? To the extreme, yeah. anything's terrible. Yeah, and it's so bad because it's, and, and I mean, I understand the internet's great because it, it gives everybody a, a voice. Yeah. The internet's also horrible because it gives everybody, everybody a voice. voice. <laughs> and... People don't understand, like, how Yelp, it can, especially, like, small and startup businesses, it can straight up ruin somebody, Mm -hmm. all because you had a bad day. Yes. And the majority of people who really go on Yelp, and I'm not saying that there aren't real complaints and valid concerns on Yelp, but the majority of people who go on Yelp and one star and write essays really don't say anything at the place they're at. You know, if something's wrong, as a manager, and most managed people I know who work, if something's wrong, you talk to us, mm-hmm. we'll at least give you an explanation, if not try and do everything in our power to fix it. And a lot of that has to do with Yelp scaring the crap out of us, because the last thing we need is somebody just blowing us up and telling everybody this, that, and the other. But 
Yeah, I think it's kind of funny that, like you said, a lot of these metrics are basically made up to make people appear like they're doing something or appear that their job is important. Because if without me, this is going to happen. It's like, that's not necessarily true. Because of me, this happened. And that's not necessarily true either. It's confirmation bias. Absolutely. That's that's the problem. They're not medically trained. You're taught about confirmation bias. I mean, you go to a lot of school, but right. like, the way they force us to work goes against our training. And you really have no option about it. It's life. Yeah, that's rough. That's kind of like it, we've talked. Like I said, we've talked about it with medical professionals in here before. It's 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 almost scary. Like people go to school, people go through a ridiculous amount of training to be a specialist. We should just let them do what yeah, they're trained to do. I'm I'm not a business person. Yeah, that's what they should be doing. Is like the business aspect. They should be like, making sure no the money that comes in is being used properly to continue things. A smorgasbord of snacks and shots are coming in right now. What is this? Well, I, I, TC asked if he could bring anything. I said, snacks, question mark. Uh, <laughs> but then I realized uh, whoever gets the alert will probably want some, some snacks. Did you, do you ask the questions already? I did not ask questions. We, were conti- we continued talking about yeah. uh, how terrible metrics are, metrics are and the confirmation bias of most metrics, especially on like mundane management level metrics. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could honestly go through and find positives on the days that I work versus negatives on the days that I don't right now quite easily, but it doesn't necessarily correlate with me doing anything like at my job. So. Right. Yeah, but my, uh, not. Hmm. I've heard in the past that people are sick of hearing me say everyone liked what I was doing. People are really interested in our stuff. Like, okay, and? Isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? <laughs> Making shit for people to like? Ah, damn it, I swore. Um, yeah. All right. This so, is Mix, Mix Match, match Malort. Malort. Uh, so, <laughs> Malort, since you don't know what Malort is, uh, Pat, to give you a quick 